Yeah, what's up? Thanks for checking out the podcast this week. I've got a good friend on, my friend Vanessa Valadez from Chicago. I met her through Invalids and touring. We crashed at her house a bit. But uh, Vanessa does a lot for the DIY scene in Chicago. She actually runs a DIY space called Empty Bliss. She runs it with her partner, Andy. And what that space is, is it's uh, like a rehearsal studio, and they also do shows there. So we talk a bit about how that place came to be and like how they acquired it and everything. Uh, on top of that, I talked to Vanessa a bit about freelancing. She, for a long time, was a like basically full-time freelance illustrator and photographer, and she still does a bit of it now as well. So I picked her brain about freelancing because at the time that we recorded this episode, I was in a bit of a jam with a freelancing thing I did, and I was very mad about it. So you're going to hear me be very mad in this episode, and I'm very salty. And uh, since since recording this episode, everything that we talked about has been resolved. So I'm no longer mad. But uh, Vanessa was really cool in the episode. She gave me advice. She talked me off the ledge a little bit. She uh, kind of told me where I went wrong with uh, these free, this freelancing gig I agreed to do. Vanessa, she did the art for our fourth compilation, Your Breath Stinks Volume 4, and she did a great job. I'm letting you know right now that we have a new compilation out, Your Breath Stinks Volume 5. It's a vinyl compilation, and there's 13 like new or unreleased songs from a bunch of bands. We're donating 100% of the money to um, the Center for Disease Philanthropy, uh, their COVID relief fund, and also like uh, Feed America First. I think it's like a, a food bank fund. So we're donating all the money. You could get that in our web store. I'll put the link in the description below. And I, I hope you enjoy this episode. It's a good hang. We did a lot of catching up. I got to tell the story about how I almost died when we did Audio Treat because we stayed at Vanessa's house the night before and I was just like up all night throwing up and sweating because of my Crohn's disease. <laughs> all right. So check out this episode with Vanessa. Oh, fuck. I forgot to mention. She also plays in the band Crowning. Like a, I'll say like a dark, heavy screamo band from Chicago area, but they're very sick. So check them out. Okay. I think I got it all. Thanks. Enjoy the episode. All right. Take two of the podcast. <laughs> we had a little mishap. Yo, I, I hit record and it just, you got booted. And I was just like, it was 10 seconds of me just like, oh, fuck. What did I do? So funny. Yeah. Just an empty room of you introducing Noah. Yeah. I was just doing crowd work to no one, just like hanging out. Yeah. But uh, <laughs> Vanessa, thank you for coming on the podcast. Mm-hmm. Of course. I was saying uh, before I hit record, this is just a good excuse to hang out with people. Mm-hmm. So, um, yeah, uh, we'll just kick it. I got I got some things I want to pick your brain about. Let's do it. Yes. So, so um, if you don't know Vanessa, you play in Crowning, the mm-hmm. band, and you you're you're a music person, right? I, I guess. I just, <laughs> yeah. I'm I'm so passionate about music, you know. So yeah. But um, yeah, so we met, we met through Invalids, us crashing at your place. Yes. Uh, Pete had posted something on like Facebook about like, I need a place for Invalids to crash in Chicago. And I was like, I'm a person uh, because I love Invalids. And yeah, I was just like commented. And I was probably like one of like, probably the only girl that commented. And Pete was probably like, yes, <laughs> a girl, <laughs> a girl. Yeah. Um, and Pete and I became really good friends. And of course, friends with all of you guys. Uh, and it's been great. Yeah. You know, what's funny. I thought you guys were friends for a long time. I didn't know anything going into that tour. It was like the one tour I never booked. I didn't book anything. I was just like along for the ride. Mm-hmm. I thought you guys were friends for like years. I was like, oh, no, no. Yeah. <laughs> Pete and I like had just met 
And then as soon as I, I met Pete, I was like, oh my God, you're as fucking weird as I am. <laughs> and like, as like all the people that I associate with. So this is going to be good. And then I met the rest of you guys and it was just like, yes, yes. Yeah. Yeah. Good match. Yeah. Very good match. Yeah. It's always one of our favorite places to play or to stay. Mm -hmm. I mean, like just mm -hmm. to fucking hang out and kick it. So yeah. thank you always for having us, you know, of course we probably crashed like four times. I think so. Yeah. Yeah. And we're in, in angles once too. Right. Yeah. So, yeah. So how have you been? I've been, I've been okay. Uh, kind of busy. I like, I think quarantine was like very enjoyable for me because I, for the first time in my life, wasn't busy and I had like zero responsibilities. So coming back to like having responsibilities again has been kind of like, oh yeah, I gotta participate in life and shit. Um, yeah. So it's been okay. Um, I'm in grad school right now. Oh, fuck. Uh, yeah. And I'm freelancing and I got a stupid job and uh, <laughs> I don't know. And I'm in a band and I'm like doing all this shit. Yeah. Um, so kind of busy, but pretty good. Everything's going well. Cool. Yeah. yeah. I, I already uh, like double booked a weekend. Like it only took one week of shit happening right. again. And I already yeah. fucked something up immensely where like I was just cursing and like pissed off for like an hour. But right. Yeah. You know, got to start using the calendar again. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. I think I actually during quarantine just forgot how to write things down and like use a calendar, uh, which I was really good at before. And now I, I can't like just dedicate two seconds of my time to write something down. So I remember. Wasn't it kind of sick though? Not having oh, oh, so sick. It was so sick. It was so yeah. sick. Um, yeah, there was nothing, there was nowhere that I needed to be. No one that I like needed to give something to. And yeah, it was great. I was just like, lay on my couch. Like, this is it. This is what I'm doing. It was great. Yeah. Like, uh, so part of me doesn't miss playing shows. It's weird. Yeah. I, I miss going to shows for sure. Mm -hmm. But then I think about all the work that playing shows is and like my back has been fucked up because I'm old now. And I'm just like, right. I don't want to carry drums into a yeah. house, up, into a basement. Up, right. Up a basement flight of stairs. Um, yeah. Yeah, so Dave, the other guitarist in my band, uh, just gave birth to a baby. Uh, so he's a dad. Um, and with like also me being in grad school, we've all become like really busy. And he keeps like dropping these little <laughs> like uh, not hints, but like comments here and there that is just like, yeah, I could be happy never, go never going back to playing a show ever again. Um, and I think uh, we really enjoy playing in the studio and like recording and the whole process. Um, I definitely miss shows. I definitely miss playing shows. Um, but I feel like we might not play as often as we used to. Yeah. Yeah. It's like a uh, work, work smarter, not harder, I guess. Yeah, for sure. Yeah, for you sure. I, um, I like making albums and this is what I guess being, uh, like unable to play shows for a year and a half or whatever. I like making music more than playing out. Yeah, you know? I think a lot of people kind of agree with that sentiment, um, especially like, ah, man, like bands that tour for like a better part of the year or just constantly touring. I'm just like, how do you do that? How do you recover from all that like energy that you're putting out? Yeah. Um, yeah. But yeah, I feel you. Totally feel you. Yeah, it's a lot. I don't know. Like if and it's I'm like always grateful for people that come see whatever band I'm playing in. It's just like, I'd rather do it less and have it be like 
cooler when it happens at yeah. this point. It's yeah. like, I don't need to be like a martyr for DIY. I'm fucking 30. I'm 30 years old, you know, like. I, I'm 30 years old. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> like, yeah. Uh, things, things are changing. I'm having like new perspectives and I'm just like, oh, weird. I'm like becoming a new person. Yeah. Weird. Yeah. And I've yeah. also like, uh, I've also like not cared as much. I, mm. you know, honestly, I think, well, I got a new device, first of all. Oh my God. This is my new phone. <laughs> Fuck yes. What is that from like 1998? No, it's new. It has a web browser. There's, new. You tell, there's Google on it. Yeah, yeah. There's it's Google. A, it's a flip phone. It's fucking <laughs> it's indestructible for That's sure. That's sick. What is, what is it? It's like a Kyocera Dura XV or something. I don't fucking know. But uh, yo, it has YouTube on it. And like the first time I opened it, uh, I just turned my phone sideways thinking it would go like full screen. Oh my God. <laughs> but there's a little button you could use to rotate videos. Nice. So, so, uh, so really it's got everything. Yeah. What happened? Yeah, it it's has got- everything except like Instagram I can't use. Oh, weird. But yeah. it can do YouTube? It could do YouTube. You just can't um, have through like through uh, Safari because it has like it runs Android and it has like a web browser. Okay. Yeah. 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 But um, yeah, you can't do Instagram because you need the app for Instagram, right? Gotcha. Yeah. And I, I guess I figured out that that was like the biggest time waster for me. Mm-hmm. But now I think I'm also slowly killing my brand, right? Like I feel like I'm like barely running a label. Right. So it's and it's like I don't know what I'm not doing, but I just feel <laughs> less like involved in it. It's weird. Yeah. So that, that was actually my next question. And like you run this label and you have to like put out so many, so much material on the internet. So without Instagram and like trying to not be as online as you once were, how are, how are you doing it? How, how are you going about it? So it first, I felt better about not having, okay. I felt like more focused mm-hmm. and then, uh, then I felt worse. Cause I felt like I was like, not right like just not being as vocal about shit, you know? And I guess it kind of plays into like being older too. It's like, why I, I I want people to find out about all the bands that I've like released music for or whatever. Mm -hmm. And that's when I feel shitty because it's like, I'm doing like floral, one of the best bands, like a a disservice. Like, I'm just like, I should be like, you know, whatever. Mm -hmm. I don't even know. I don't even know what labels do. That's also the problem. (laughs) Yeah. They just like, you know, they post materials out a bunch. Pictures. I don't know. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So I'm bad at that. Like, there's a reason the label's called like choke artist. It's like, I don't (laughs) like being like super, but overall, I think it's helped. Uh, I've just been fucking slammed also like this past. So in, in, uh, in April in angles recorded a full length. Oh, okay. So, but I was at the studio literally every fucking day. So how long did you record for? The whole month we were there every, we took like two or three days off, but our engine, engineer just gave us the whole month we booked there that god that sounds so nice crowning uh we will like go into the studio maybe like 60 percent done with an album and then we have like a week to finalize it and it would be so nice to have like an entire month to just flesh things out that'd be fine tune stuff yeah Yeah. Uh, the crowning album came out great though it sounds awesome too yeah it's like very dark mm-hmm. melodic, but it's also, you're playing bass, right? I'm playing guitar. You're playing guitar? Oh, shit. Yeah, okay. I, I switched from bass to guitar um, actually quite a while ago. Um, so after Funeral Designs, which was the EP, we had a bunch of splits. 
and like a comp album and some other shit. Um, and yeah, after that EP, I switched to guitar. Okay, word. Yeah, yeah it's it's very it's very like heavy, like just the <laughs> whole album, which I think is like kind of cool and like a new take on like that sound also because <laughs> it just fucking hits you in the face. Well, that's good to hear. Yeah, we like I said, like we went into the studio and we were sixty percent done. And I was like, I don't know if this is a good idea. Like, we're not really done. Doesn't like there's there's more to be done. Yeah. Um, and Pete Grossman at Bricktop Recording is just a mastermind, so patient, so nice. Um, and yeah, we just kind of finished it while we were there. Yeah. Sometimes under pressure, <laughs> it kind of works. You just like can hone in on shit. Yeah, not, we we we'll tend to work better under pressure. Under pressure for some reason. I think we just like. We're really, um, what's the word, really productive at the beginning of our, like, being a band. And then as time went on, we were just like, fuck, we're like scattered and like not really being able to do things in a timely manner. So yeah, being under pressure, pressure works for yeah, us. Yeah, yeah. It's nice. It's nice when it does work. Um, You know, I think that's part of just getting older too, just having the time to yeah. do that. Oh, I, totally. Yeah. I feel like I sound like I'm phoning it in right no, now. No, no. <laughs> You're so right though. Like you get older and you get so fucking busy and like you have work and like school kids, like whatever. Uh, you just get really fucking busy. And then it's like, Oh, I'm not like in my mid to late twenties anymore. And I don't have all this like disposable time. Yeah. Cause even in angles, a lot came together in the studio. Mm -hmm. A lot was like, we were unprepared, but it's like, you know, two of them have mortgages. One has a kid, like they own property. And like, hear him in like the yeah. shitty punk house as a 30 year old <laughs> trying to impress 19 year olds in a college right. town it's like what the like, fuck am i doing who am i to judge you know right exactly yeah you know? but um so we recorded all of april and it was like yo it was like i was working at school during a pandemic which is already stupid i would leave the school at 12 30 i drive to the studio for 1 30 and then i teach virtual classes at the studio from 1 30 to 3 30 mm-hmm. so i would drive there just to beat traffic and like yeah Everyone I talked to was like, man, that's so cool. You're like living the dream. It's like, yo, it fucking sucked. It was like terrible. Yeah. yeah. I, I ate the same food every day, like a can of chicken and hummus and chips and a green juice. Nice. And while we were there, I'm in like the, there's like a bedroom where I was like teaching my lessons and I'm right next to the room where they mic guitar amps. Uh, CU Space Cowboy was there. Yeah. Guitars upstairs. <laughs> that's but so funny. It was, yeah. But dude, like literally like just, like just the whole time during my like violin lessons where I was like making me anxious. And then for, for two days, Billy Reimer was there mm-hmm. cracking drums. And just like, it sounded like fireworks were going off and like explosions, like through the ceiling. So could your kids hear like the background noise? I had this mic and I had the volume down real low. So I just talked real close to the mic. I was literally holding a violin, like up to it like this. <laughs> With, yeah. So actually my, my friend is actually, uh, also a music teacher that had to do virtual lessons. And that sounds like the worst, stupidest idea. It's, uh, yeah. to teach. the delay sucks ass. It just yeah. makes it real stupid. So you kind of like just make them go one at a time and make the other kids mute. And it's mm-hmm. like, you know, if they want to learn, they will, if they want to phone in for the whole year, they totally could. I just, uh, I edited our virtual concert and that took 26 hours of me editing in final cut just videos of kids playing the song like they they recorded themselves playing along to a video of me playing the song to a clip with headphones on and like 
half the videos were like this where you just see the top of their head dude it was a fucking nightmare that sounds like it would take so long yeah 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 literally yeah 26 hours of me just editing for five minutes of music cool cool job (laughs) yeah you know but but you're but you're like highly appreciated too yeah it's my first year at a new school i want to like make a good impression you know my problem is i care too much you know (laughs) i just care so much yeah but uh it's funny because some of the kids i was recording in school and like i'll never yell at a kid but like Mm -hmm. I was being a prick to one kid, like, oh, your hands are the wrong spot. Then he would record a mess up. I was like, you got to look at the music. I've been saying this all year. And he just started crying. And I was like, oh, you shit. made someone cry. Oh, my God. How We're did, in the it, studio. We're in the studio. How did it feel to have that power? It felt bad. Cool. As, as soon as I saw I'm the sure. tears welling up, I walked right. it back. I was like, buddy, you're doing fine. I'm sorry. Like, yeah, you soft know. voice, quiet. Yeah, good move. Yeah, it was rough. I uh, probably should have not, but it was like the last day to record the song. Like the kid dicked off all year and I knew it. And I was like, kind of holding it against yeah. them. Fair so, enough. It's all right. This podcast will get me fired now. Anyway. Yeah. yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Let's make sure we uh, post this everywhere. So your school can see Perfect. right to the yeah. board of ed Facebook yeah. page. Yeah. yeah for sure. Recording drums for an angles. There was one moment where I wanted to cry, honestly. Oh, really? Why? <laughs> I was just, I couldn't do something. I was just so frustrated it was like the last song on the last day the drums were going out of tune and then like so I was working against that my body felt like shit like my hands were covered in blisters and like I really liked working with our engineer uh Randy he did like um he did that boundaries album oh which, okay. which I really fucking like he's done like a lot of heavy music um but yeah I just like I wanted to do a good job but I couldn't like it just wasn't happening and I was like for like five seconds I felt I was on like the verge of like fuck like <laughs> Throwing Throwing all your shit yeah yeah you just gotta you know have a good cry in front of all your band members (laughs) yeah well don't worry none of them were there the whole weekend it's like i was i was there every day for the studio and then like when it was drum time they were like adulting or some shit gotcha yeah for sure you know but uh it was a good recording was a good experience it was i'm stoked for it to like that album to exist but yeah it was the same thing with like you were saying with crowning like a lot of it came together in the studio which is why like i felt like i needed to be there like to be like yeah. yo, what are you playing here you know yeah so we i think are going in the studio next month um we like have committed to like three things this year um one's a comp two are splits and it's june and we like hadn't been practicing at all and we were finally just like, we should probably like do something like the shit is coming up. Um, so July, uh, we've spent like maybe like three days, four days, three or four days writing a new song for this comp. Um, so then July is our kind of like pressure thing. Like it has to be done by then. Um, so that's like the next thing that we have coming up. Yeah. Do you feel like prepared? Uh, yes. Yeah. Yeah, I do. Good. All right. So it's a, it's nice. a very, it's a very different crowning song. Like crowning songs are very, the writing is really chaotic and like, a, like 70,000 chords that are stupid. Um, but this song is kind of, um, I don't think we like rarely use octave chords in our songs and we're using a lot of octave chords, which are easy. Um, so it sounds different and it's way easier to play. So yeah, good. Bring it back. Yeah. yeah. Are you recording with the same person? Yeah, we will always go to Pete, probably. 
Yeah, cool. If it works, it works. Again, I think the last thing came out sick. So awesome. Yeah, thanks. Yeah, yeah. So uh, what else have you? You said you were freelancing, right? Freelancing, yeah. So um, I, I wanted to talk to you because I have an, an yeah. issue. But what are some things that like you've dealt with? Because you freelance photography and graphic design. Mm-hmm. Yep. Is that is that your main job too? Like during the day? No. So I work at Blue Cross Blue Shield. Um, that's my full time job. I freelance on the side as well, though. Um, so I work from home for Blue Cross and. Uh, yeah let's make sure we post this everywhere we can but like i am constantly freelancing at the same time that i'm working my full-time job yeah um so so yeah so i'm primarily these days uh freelance photography i have freelanced illustration and graphic design in the past but yeah more so, so. We, we should say that you did the photography for the invalids fulfillment ep yes you did uh, the, you did artwork for the choke artist comp right? yes okay mm-hmm. yeah yeah, yeah. And for the new the new crowning release as well. Right. So yeah. I dabble, you know, I'm here yeah, and there. Yeah. Uh, but yeah, freelancing is funny. Um, people are cheap. <laughs> I don't know. I don't know what to say. People are cheap. Uh, I, I'm interested in, t- in hearing what your story is with, with your uh, yeah. experience. Well, also, so I should bring this up. I tried to, I think I tried to cheap out on you for the choke artist art comp where like I, I gave you a price. Uh-huh. I was like, I, cause I just didn't know how much work it was at that point in time. Mm-hmm. I was like, Oh, it was a hundred bucks. Cool. And you were like, no. <laughs> and I was like, Oh no. fuck. I was like, sorry. I wasn't trying to be that guy. So then I'd like send yeah. more money over. So I don't remember that at all, but that's so funny. That's that does, good that you don't remember. Cause I felt bad. Literally not even a memory that is in my head. Uh, that's so funny. Yeah. That is, that is something that I would do. It's just like, no, um, well, thank you for paying me more money. Uh, yeah, that's kind of, I think so like on Instagram, I've tried to post, I've tried to post stories that are like, Hey, like if you're going to like ask somebody for a service, like make sure you like take the time to like Google how much it typically costs just so you're not like surprised and just so know you're, you're not like wasting people's time. Right. And, yeah. and expecting it to be like dirt cheap or something. Yeah. Um, but yeah, I mean, it is what it is. That's, that's freelancing for you. Tell me about your, uh, okay. your experience. All right. All right. So, um, you know, I've been writing music since I was a fucking teenager and I've written mm-hmm. for, I write for my students and like other schools use it and stuff. I've written like a high school marching band show. One. I'm not bragging. I'm just trying to say like, I've, yeah. I've done this for, for money before. Yeah. I wrote a Gilligan's Island marching band opener once. Mm. I got like a $500 check. It was sick, but like, That's incredible. Yeah. And, and I wrote it on guitar pro on my computer, which is the program I've been using since I was a kid. Nice. All right. So this, I'll, tr- I'm not going to name the band and like, okay. we'll be it, as anonymous as possible. Yeah. Cause it's kind of like, I think the person who did it, like they're anxious a lot. And I'm like, I'm not trying to brag on that, but it's like, you're manically tweeting and you're anxious. Like there might be like a correlation between the two. Yeah, for sure. But um, this band found this like pop punk twinkly band. Mm-hmm. They, they found the best of the worst, like the Scott core band I play in. And they're like, hey, love your guys' music. Would you want to write a you know horn part for us? So I have the whole transcript. I'm ready to read it and get pissed off again if you want. I can't wait. Yeah. Okay. All right. So <laughs> again, it's like it's like a posi pop punk guy. I just want to like, paint Got the it. picture. I can like, imagine him. Yeah, yeah. He's uh he sends tweets like, hey, you're doing great. I'm proud of you. You know? 
that's the vibe. Like anxiety, anxiety is not fun. Like, yeah. and, and again, like if you're going through a cool, but like, I it's like maybe post less than, or like, you know, Dave and I have had extensive conversations about like, if you're having a hard time and like full of anxiety and depression and like all these things posting on social media might not be the cure. Yeah. Yeah. It's hard. Um, I mean, you know, I can say that my mental health has definitely gotten better with that. I'm like more okay. focused for sure. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Cause you know, they're set, set up like fucking casinos, like flashing lights. Yeah. And like they want to, you know, your time is money to them for ad revenue sure. and shit. So, mm -hmm. all right. But so yeah, he's like, he's older. He's like maybe older than us a little bit. Okay. But he, so he messaged us and said, yo, random question. Say we were writing a ska breakdown in a song on our upcoming LP. What would y'all's horn section charge for some tasty magic? So I was just so stoked. This is where I kind of fucked up. I didn't say a price. I was like, uh, I'll check and get back to you. Totally down. I email him two days later, tell him that they're in. He emails me a week later and says, here's the track. Sorry, it's late. So, so far, everything's good, you know? So wait, so have you told him the price? No, but honestly, I don't think, I don't even think that's even the issue where it comes into play, but that was okay. my first, that's my first mistake though. Okay. As a freelancer, because you'll usually give your price pretty upfront. Yeah. You like ask what the, what they want, how much time they need you for and like what their expectations are. Then you're like, cool. This is how much that'll cost. Yeah. So I think I did, I did something. I was just excited to get a like, yeah, day. fuck yeah, let's do it. Yeah. Fuck, yeah. So, um, so I asked him, is there a certain time you need it by? He said, we don't go to the studio until May. So whenever you can within the next month. And this is March. So like he was saying like late April-ish. My only thought is super posy ska vibes, youth group feels, LMAO. I appreciate y'all even considering this. I got back to him. I'm using exclamation points at this part. Right. At this point, I'm like trying to be nice. Like song's so good, very upbeat and posy. We'll write for it and we'll add some shit to the later parts. I'll send you some MIDI ideas. Looking forward to it. Got back to me a week later. Hey, didn't forget about it. I'm in the studio with another band for April. I was recording in angles, fucking killing myself. But I think I can make this happen by mid-May if it's cool. I've been listening and getting ideas, which is true. So at this point, I probably spent 40 minutes just listening to the song, right? Which honestly sounds like the Wonder Years with like okay. yeah. self-deprecating lyrics about being a fuck up and being anxious. Who would have guessed? Nice. But um, so, <laughs> who knew? Yeah. <laughs> so, Hey, I mean, if it helps up, look, again, I don't want to be, I don't want to be bullying right. right now, but like, right. this but well, go on. Sorry. But we're bullying. <laughs> yeah. This is cyber bullying. Yeah, yeah, so, yeah. yeah. I'm, I came on this podcast to cyber bully. Okay. So don't, cool. don't take that away from me. <laughs> perfect. All right. So he said, mid base. Perfect. That's where in the studio. So that's perfect. You could send it then. I get home from the studio with an angles like May 4th or 5th. And I was like, oh, fuck, I got to write it. I just sit down one day and I write it. It takes two and a half hours. I'm like, okay, cool. This will be on this kind of relevant emo twinkle pop punk band. Like they have a bigger following than the best of the worst, at least on Twitter. I was okay. like, you know, it'll be cool to be a part of something. And like, you know, I the best of the worst. This It's not like a pure ska band. So it'd be cool to have people that, aren't necessarily ska fans like hear it because like it's like kind of mall emo and like post hardcore at times or whatever so i email him like hey i'm sending the part over then i send it over an hour or two later and like the whole time he's posting constantly throughout the day about how stoked he is for to be in the studio and he was like oh guess the uh guitarist of 
it was some fucking pop punk band like knuckle pucks in the studio with us hanging out no big deal like he's just like very happy to be recording i can tell he cares about his band a lot and we all do that's why we're you know but he's very online about it um so i i sent it on the 10th and then uh do you think i i sent it too fast because i like we hadn't talked in a month and i was like hey here it is um if so do you know this person like personally like your friends no okay if it's if it's not a friend then i'm not sending anything until like if it's a stranger then i probably am asking for a deposit if it's a friend then i don't give a fuck like i'm sending you it i expect that you'll pay me they usually do 100 percent of the time um, but yeah, with a stranger, I'm more like wary about like sending things right away. Yeah. And especially like, I want to make sure you like, especially like you just said, it's been, it's been so much time. Like it's been like a month or something. Yeah. And if something has taken that long, I want to make sure like they're expecting that it's coming. They're responsive. They're communicating. So continue. Yeah. What happened? So I jumped the gun. I was definitely right. excited, but I was like, they're in the studio. He said he needs it. So I send it on the 10th. Two days go by. He says nothing. Cool. Yeah. So then I follow up. Hey, wanted to see if you got a chance to check that horn idea out. Let me know if there's anything you want me to change. It's MIDI, so it sounds a little wonky, but hopefully you get the idea. So now I'm doubting it. Am I like, I'm like, fuck, do I suck? Is my part <laughs> stupid and bad? Like, so it fucked with no, me because he didn't reply and it was like lingering <laughs> in my head. So um, he says, I'll check with the producer this afternoon. Sorry, I didn't see this earlier. Okay, fair enough. All right. You're tweet you're tweeting 20 times a day, but like yeah, you're always on your phone and checking everything constantly. But yeah, word. You didn't yeah. see it. It could have been like he saw the message and he was like, Oh fuck, I yeah. get too, too anxious to read it. I'll- or he's like scatterbrained. You know, I always give people the benefit of the doubt because I know what it's like to just be scattered, absent-minded. Like, yeah. I get it. I get yeah. it. That that's a good point. Maybe I need to be a little more empathetic here. So uh my partner Andy is the opposite of me where he he'll do the same thing like they haven't responded in two days and he's like oh they fucking hate me they want nothing to do with me and i'm dead to them (laughs) or the or like he takes it like extremely personal and i'm just like you don't know like they they maybe didn't see it they've had a death in the family they're an asshole like you just don't know yeah you're right yeah (laughs) because you have a higher you deal with a lot of clients like you're pretty busy with what you do yeah 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 so yeah i was just excited and then i was just upset and mad like (laughs) both sides of the spectrum yeah so he said you know but i I, at this point i was like you know they're recording so i was like they're probably busy so uh, (laughs) he says we'll check with the producer i say all good i saw you were tracking i figure i were doing you were doing a bunch of other things just let me know whenever you check it okay so that's on the 12th Of, of what month of march of march okay so no, 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 fuck, not of March, of, of May. So right. yeah, they're in the studio in May. I got out of the studio with an angles April. I sent it on the 10th. On the 12th, he got back to me and said, sorry, I didn't see this. I'll check with our producer. And I say, all good. Just let me know when you check it out. Okay. Okay. The 15th, at this point, it's really fucking with me. Yes. And like, I also have this weird chip on my shoulder, like being in a ska band where I'm like these, you know, <laughs> What is the chip on the shoulder? I don't know. Like, Scott was like kind of the butt of every joke after like the the McDonald's commercial boom of the early 2000s, where it's like <laughs> it was so mainstream that then it was, everyone was like, yo, this is fucking corny, you know? Yeah. 
So, <laughs> but you love ska. I lo- yeah, of course. Yeah, I got the tattoo. I right. love ska. So love that's ska. so then I start getting puffy. I'm like, this guy just thinks we're a ska band and like his mm-hmm. emo band's too cool for us. Like I start getting mad. Um, I just picture you like stewing in your bedroom, like this fucking guy, like he doesn't even like Scott. He doesn't appreciate Scott. Cool. I literally do that. Just about people in general. Like people, right. people don't know how good Scott is. So this is a story about like how this guy like betrayed you, but it's really just you spiraling into your own anxiety. Yeah. <laughs> okay, cool. Okay. Cool. So um, I follow up on the 15th. It's five, you know, you said on the 12th, I'll get back to you. I follow up the 15th and I say, Hey, I'm meeting with our horn players anywhere. If you're trying to use this part, they wanted to know if they should work on it. This is true. They need at least three or four days to work on it. And like, I knew they were recording in May. I wanted to track it for them. Okay. So it was, it was, I thought it was just you. So it's more, more than one person working on this. Yeah. Piece. So, and, and now they're asking me, I was like, Oh, I sent the part. I sent it to them too. I was like, check it out, you know? And so now they're asking like, when do we record? Mm-hmm. So, uh, he said nothing again. Okay. So how many days has it been since I sent it to him since? Yeah. That he said nothing so, that he, since he said like, Oh, I'll check it out when I get a chance. It's, it's been three days. Okay. But it's like, I mean, to be fair, it's getting annoying. It's getting annoying. Yeah. He's in the studio yeah. working, working on the album. What else is he doing? I'm yeah. Like, and then it's right. like, I'm checking his Twitter and like, that's not my job to see like, oh, has he logged on the post? I feel like a, I, a I have done, now. I've done similar things where it's just like, I see you. <laughs> I see you. You're posting like you're, you're on your phone. I guess. Yeah. Yeah. But you know, this, the scatterbrain point you make, it's, it's mm-hmm. valid. It is. But mm-hmm. it's like, I see you having fun in the studio. Would be yeah. more fun if you checked out the part I wrote for you. Right. This was like two and a half hours of my time. Like, yeah, I had fun doing it, of course, because I love ska, but mm-hmm. it was like, it was, I don't know. I felt like I wasted my time at that point. So on the 17th, this is a week after I sent it, right? I said, hey, feeling a little in the dark about this. It's all good if you don't want or need us to lay it down. Uh, but can you just let me know either way? Thanks. Mm-hmm. Get a reply. Sorry, dude. My anxiety has been kicking my ass the last few days. I totally apologize for going totally zero dark 30. It's a bad habit of mine when I get overwhelmed. So, you know, that kind of speaks to what you were saying. Mm-hmm. I just got out of the studio. My producer said he wanted to go with a friend of his today. Sorry, it took me forever to respond truly. I'm working, what? <laughs> I'm working on getting better on that. Would love to link up on a future spotter show and I can pay y'all for your time. If you like on this one for being so inconsistent with my communication. Okay. So he offered to pay. Yeah. 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 Okay. That's good. And you know, I did kind of just throw, you know, we agreed to me doing it, but then a month later I was like, here it is. I just threw it at him, you know? Yes. Okay. So yeah, I did. (laughs) So I I put myself here. So this is, you're actually, this is helping me. So thank you. Yeah. I was just pissed. Before getting on this podcast, I was like, I'm going to fucking ch- tear this guy apart. Because I was typing. Like, I've learned things. I've learned things now. Yeah, yeah. Um, yeah, that's actually really nice of him that he offered to pay. Yeah. Because so, I feel uh, like so many people would have been like, sorry. Then peace yeah, out. Yeah, he was being nice. Cool. So I was said, I'd appreciate it. Thank you. As long as it's not going to spread you thin. If you could hit me with like 70 bucks, that'd be tight. 
it was two and a half hours of listening or writing. So that seems fair if it's cool with you. And I gave him my PayPal. Mm -hmm. I would have probably, if, if he, they used the part, I probably would have taken like 50 bucks, gave the horn players like 15 and taken 20 or whatever. Is that, um, what's the word I'm looking for? Uh, normal for like pricing for instrument it's, freelancing? No, no, it's way cheaper than what it should okay. be. Okay. Yeah. I was like, that sounds like really cheap. Yeah, it is. But I was like, you know, DIY pop. I was like, you know, yeah. I, I, I get that. You know, I get that he might, they're in the studio. He's probably broke. Like, I'm not trying to, right. I, I added money because I didn't want, I felt like shit. And I was like, this will kind of make me feel a little better about getting, you know. Yeah. So he said, uh, but then I said, I don't, I don't know if you had a blast check in. I mean, I don't know if you checked out the part I wrote. I had a lot of fun doing it. Mm -hmm. uh, you're, if whoever's recording horns wants to use any of it, they could. So he said nothing. After I said, if you could send me 70 bucks, he said nothing for two days. So I just messaged him and said, is this okay? So like now yeah. it's like, I want to ask for more money because it's like my job to follow up. Almost. Yeah, it's, it's, it's tough because the anxiety excuse is like, you're trying to be as like mindful and respectful as possible, but also like that doesn't necessarily give you a pass to just like, stop responding it's you know because it made it made me anxious now now right. i'm like now i'm checking my stupid flip phone more than i need to be now i'm like did he reply did he reply i'm logging still in. using yeah you're still using it as much as you would a normal phone yeah exactly that it just had me pick it up my phone more and it was like just in my head so he said nothing and he said yeah, if you'd be cool with it being after we get back from the studio, I could swing that. I just don't have that much money at the moment. Also, I'd love the part. Thought it was really fun. So I said, thanks. I appreciate it. Thank you. And he said, thank you as well. Hope to rip a show sometime. So very like <laughs> great dudes. We should totally play a show together. Very, you know, trying to be nice, but I don't want to play, show, play a show with your band. I don't. <laughs> <laughs> I don't fucking want to play with you, Scott. Yeah. Right. You're after this experience. No. Yeah. 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 Uh, so... That was uh, May 19th. Okay. So he said, hit me up in June. Ooh, this is a long, something yes. that should have taken like this much time has now been extended over months. Yes, exactly. And I, you know, I set myself up for this to happen in some <laughs> ways, you know, I could have just touched base and been like, do you want, is this still on? Are we doing it? And then yeah. they could have asked the producer and they would have said, sorry, no. No. Yeah. So then I've, on the 7th of June, five days ago, I messaged him and said, hey, just wanted to touch base and see if you were able to send money over. Hope recording went well. And guess what? No response. No response. Cool. Here I am. <laughs> Wait, so is it, so like, how are we reaching the conclusion? Did he pay you? He didn't pay me. No, what? Yeah. It's June. It is June. I don't know now. I don't know what to do. I almost so, sent a mean tweet. Well, go on. Sorry, I'm talking too much. No, you're fine. So he never responded. Did you follow up ever again? No. I mean, at that point, so many emails have been sent. So many like, I'm so sorry. And so many like, hey, is this okay? It's just like, do you even have the mental capacity for it anymore? At that point, I'd be like, this is really fucking annoying. Unless it was like, you know, if it was like, more than 100, 100 to 150 dollars more than that i would like come for this person yeah um but that still fucking sucks yeah 
yeah, yeah. I don't know what to do. Like, and then I, again, I'm checking his Twitter feed like a stalker. <laughs> and it's right. like, it's like tweets, like anxiety is no fun. Neither is insomnia. Ah, like, you know, and again, I get it. It's, I get everyone gets down in the dumps, but uh, you could like reply to me at, at least. Yeah. That's a tough one. Yeah. I, so have you decided what you're going to do? Are you going to let it go? I'm going to tag, I'm going to post this podcast and tag him in it. <laughs> Call him out. Probably the best course of action, to be honest. <laughs> Actually, I love passive aggression. I think it's one of the funniest forms. Yeah. It's of my communication. Brain. It's my forte, honestly. Cool. Yeah. So, yeah. So uh, I agree. I think passive aggression is your next move. Um, I'll tag everyone that I will or have talked about in this podcast. <laughs> yeah, I don't cool. know. I know I can be petty. So I'm like, but it's like you said you would pay money. I gave you a price. You said I'll yeah. pay you. I asked for it. You said nothing. It's in bad form. He he yeah. should be he should be shit on a little bit. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And uh again, anxiety, right? <laughs> I mean, I have Crohn's every day of my life, right? Right. Yeah. I, I bleed out of my ass four days a week. I throw up twice a month. Like, you know, yes. Yes. I'm, not, I'm not, I'm not going to the excuse factory making excuses. Right. Right. So that's fair. That's a fair point. Yeah. That's where it is. I almost sent a real fucking mean message today. I was like, yo, I'm not getting paid to give a shit. Like, can you pay me? And then uh, <laughs> fuck you pay me. Yeah. And it's, um, it's, it's, it's 70 bucks. This is, I, you know, I commend you for not sending the message. Passive aggression will feel just as good. Yeah. What would you do in this scenario? Um, for the same amount of money. You know what? I'd still be really pissed. I'd still be really annoyed. I probably would not let it die. I probably would like continue hounding this person for maybe like two months tops uh, in any way that I possibly can. But like, so what I learned working in, um, very corporate settings for the past, like, I don't even know, like six years or something is being nice will just get under people's skin so much more than being mean. So, um, like nicely indirectly shitting on people, like kind of sometimes hurts way more. So that, that would probably be my route. Would you publicly out like say their name publicly? Uh, if it was for a large sum of money, I might. Yeah. Yeah. I might, I might be like this person, like if it had been like months, they like for sure did not pay. And I sent them something, which I would never do, but (laughs) yeah, I probably would say something. Yeah. Yeah. That sucks. You know? Yeah. I don't want to, I think you're all right that I kind of, I, it's not my fault that this happened, but I, I let yeah. my guard down. I was too yeah. excited. I let my, but you know, as a person who like dreams of being a freelance musician, I'm like, mm-hmm. Oh, cool. A job. And I'm like, Oh yeah, no, totally. I've had, I've had opportunities where I was like, so excited about, um, that, you know, I'm always checking like to see when they've responded and like, um, but also like very vigilant about not selling myself short and making sure that I'm not taking, being taken advantage of, especially for, um, opportunities that are, that like can for sure afford to pay me. Um, so I would say some advice for you, uh, is to, even if you're like super excited, just turn it back a, a bit, 
and like make sure you're not going to get fucked in the end. Yeah. 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 And I hope you get your $70. (laughs) Damn. Yeah. It's it's like not enough for the mental labor that I Right. Right. Yeah. What's like the shittiest thing that's happened to you? You know what? I've had some pretty like across the board, like okay experiences. Um, there was this one guy that like kind of ticks me off. Um, so knowledge for you and for anybody watching this podcast, um, photographers will typically not provide the raw images that they take. So the raw image is just like an unedited image, right? So a lot of people expect that it's weird. Um, photographers don't want to do that because they don't want you to take their images and then edit it and post a shitty photo that they edited in like, you know, Visco presets and then be like, you know, oh, thank you so much, Vanessa Vela does. I'm like, what? This is not my work. I, I did not do this. Right. Yeah. yeah. Um, so it's, it's also like just being in control of like what you're putting out. Um, so I had this guy and he was like, yo, what up? I hear you do Tinder photos. Will you take my photo for Tinder? And I was like, hell yeah, let's do it. <laughs> um, and I was like, here's my price. Uh, is that cool? He's like, I don't know. That's kind of expensive. And I was like, all right. And so I like, I, I'm always willing to work with what people can afford. Um, so I like brought it down a bit and I was like, can you meet me halfway? Cause like, lower than this it's not going to be fair for me so he agreed to it he paid me yada 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 um i sent him the photos uh which were fine i didn't do a bad job it was great yeah um what were the photos was he like standing in front of a car or something god (laughs) i mean so so i don't know if you know this but i work as a contract photographer for a matchmaking service oh i didn't know that it's it's literally the funniest thing ever um it's okay so it's a matchmaking service tailored to the wealthy elite wow yeah so not Um, an app so not like these people are above they are paying a service holy Um, and the service will pretty much create this fake person and make it look like this person has friends wow so that's where i come in I take photos of them in different outfits, in different locations, and I make it look like a candid photo, like they were out on the town with their friends and I shot. Wait, so who are the friends? Do you get like fake friends to go? No, I mean, like sometimes, sometimes I have had like stand-ins, but most of the time it's them alone, like at a coffee place and they're like mid, you know, drink and they're smiling and they're like laughing or something (laughs) or like, you know, they're um, at the park and, you know, holding their purse and like laughing with a beer yeah. or something. Yeah, yeah, you know? yeah. Can't do so, that. Right. I'm making them look as natural as possible so that when people are swiping, they're like, oh, this person looks well-rounded. This is a picture of them in a suit. They're at a play. Like, oh. Meanwhile, they're paying a company to forge Meanwhile. these images. <laughs> That's so funny. And, and this company, sorry, we kind of uh, sidetracked off the conversation we were having, but, um, no worries. they can, they can also choose the voice that they get to speak in on their profile. So like a matchmaker 
will assign a writer to them. And the writer will be like, okay, do you want to be funny? Do you want to be smart? Do you want to be clever? Damn, that's a fun job. It's pretty funny. Um, so anyways, so- So you're I used to taking pictures for- I'm used to taking pictures for dating websites. Yeah. Um, so this guy hit me up. I was like, for sure. Settled on a price. Okay, do the photos. I sent it to him. And I guess he was like not entirely happy with the photos I, I took of him. But like my one of my biggest pet peeves is people that come to me for photos and they're like so stoked to work with me. And then they're like, oh, this is like not really what I was expecting or this is what I was going for. And then they show me like the examples, which are nothing like my style, like zero percent. You know, it's like super high contrast, like fucking like uh What's the word I'm looking for? I don't even know. Um, like fuckboy style, like <laughs> lots of like blues. I don't know. I don't know how to explain it. But yeah, just it's like, just not. It's not what you do. Like clearly yeah. not my style. Yeah. Um. So he, um, he was like, "Can I get the uh, the raw, like just the unedited images?" And I was like, "Ah, dog. <laughs> like that's not." what I do is not what photographers do. Like literally ask any other photographer. That's not a thing. Yeah. And it was just like, Oh, well, you know, my friend, I, my friend could have done this for like way cheaper and he would have given me like the unedited images. And I was like, I don't know what to tell you. Like, yeah. it was just, it was really annoying. It's like one of the only instances where I've had a hard time with somebody. Um, and I just think it's like, that was a, a lesson to me of like next time make sure the person that's coming to you is going to get what they want in terms of expectations. Because like, if you show me something that is clearly not my style, then I should just say no. Yeah. Like he didn't do that up front. Yeah. I don't, I think, I don't know. Some people have like really weird expectations for photographers. Like, Oh yeah. They can easily do this. This is what I want. But you know, each photographer works within their own style. Yeah. Yeah. I like, I never push back on graphic designs. If like, I'll help like, like shape, if something's there, I'll like shape it. Like in a way I'll be like, oh, it'd be cool if this could be like this maybe. Mm-hmm. But, like, I rarely am like, this isn't it once it's done, you mm-hmm. know? Cause it's like, you go with the artist cause you trust them. Yeah. Yeah, you for know? sure. But if you're getting yeah. t- Tinder fuck boys, it's like. What did I expect? It was a Tinder fuck boy. <laughs> <laughs> um, but yeah, that was really the only one. Everybody else has been pretty chill. Yeah, Uh, I did. I did get offered like an engagement shoot plus shooting a wedding, which would have been so much fucking money. And the lady canceled me shooting her photos for her wedding because I didn't respond fast enough. Wow. Yeah. She was like, like I could, I could sense her anxiety, like her nervous energy of just like being the type of person that needs a response right away and needs to be like included on just like fucking everything um and i still did their engagement photos but she was just like i think we're gonna go with somebody else for the wedding i was like all right i don't i don't care did she say it was because you didn't reply um i think she she like hinted at it it wasn't like directly said but she was she was implied and i was like that's fine yeah people get crazy with fucking weddings yeah for for sure yeah. Like rightfully so, but also I'm not trying to deal with that. It energy. seems like too much. Yeah. I don't know. Just yeah. chill. I just, yeah. I'm trying to preserve my like chill energy. Like, uh, I don't care. Yeah. 
got bradzillas in the mix yeah have, have fun with your your day or whatever yeah 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 for sure yeah. wait so let, let's go back to this this matchmaking company oh, so gladly. so how are the people in like real life when you talk that like are they like do i look cool like are- yes okay so <laughs> so they're oh man i wish i could do um like a series on the on these people but it's like i'm not supposed to post pictures or anything of them but um can you tell me the website it's Vita Select. Vita okay. Select. Okay. So, um, so I've done people as young as like 23, even up to like 60. Um, yeah. And they're all like really wealthy. And some of them are like perfectly adjusted <laughs> as a normal person, you know, like normal. Um, and other people are really weird. Um, like, you are socially stunted in so many ways. And um, I think for the most part, people do the service because they are just too busy. They're literally too busy making a lot of money Yeah, that they don't have time to like date and they want somebody to do it all for them. And I guess if you have the money, like more props to you, but um, yeah, they, I mean, Vita offers a service where they can, talk to people on your behalf. They will pretend to be you. They will have yeah. full, full conversations with people. And then when it's time to meet up, like set up a date, they'll print out a history of your conversation. Wow. So that the person knows what you've been talking about. So it could be two people speaking to each other that aren't the people that are going on the date. I was, I was literally just thought, like thinking about that. Like, yeah, what if it's two matchmaking services? not the actual person talking to each other yeah that'd be sick yeah damn that's what yeah. it's like to be super rich 2021 yeah baby. yeah fuck yeah yeah <laughs> so uh very very interesting service yeah it's a gig yeah for sure. i'm do i need to like make a certain amount of money to sign up i'm going to try uh, yeah yeah um i'm okay listen i i've tried to ask a few people like so how much does this cost and one person I think told me that, that there are packages and he was paying for the most expensive package. And he said that it was costing him $3,000 a month. Oh my God, a month. <laughs> so Damn. good luck. Yeah. I'm, I'm happily in a relationship for the record, but oh, okay. I was, I was, be well, funny that, yeah, I was just going to say like, once you get your $70 back, then you could apply. Oh, okay. <laughs> that's, <laughs> right. That's the first, I'll, I'll message you. Right. I need to be on Vita Select. <laughs> right. So, um, yeah, no, I knew you were in a relationship. Yeah. Yeah. You never met Caitlin, but she's actually, she does graphic design and photography too. Oh, okay, cool. Yeah. She just, yeah. Quit her, she just quit her job and she's trying to freelance and actually. That's, that's awesome. Yeah. Yeah. She was, you know, she's working in retail for a long time and it was just fucking hell. So. Yeah. Retail is the worst. Yeah, yeah. I haven't actually decided which one's worse, retail or food. And I want to say it's food. Food, you can like smoke a lot of pot, though. I guess not if you're a wait, not if you're a server, but like I feel like chefs are just like, that's true. Like a party. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I guess. Um, well, cool. You should show me some of her work. I've, I've never seen. Anything. Yeah, I'll send it. I'll send it to you. Yeah, yeah. Okay, cool. Right. I, I want to tell the story about when we played Audio Tree at your house incredible incredible story because i think i really did almost die i think i was close you 
so when I, I, I went to the audio tree session and you were like the color gray. Oh my God. You were like sweating profusely. You looked like you were seconds from puking and you were just like a ghostly ashy color gray. Oh my God. Yeah. And I was like, Joey is like, this is it. He's going to die. I, all for audio tree. All for yeah. audio tree. <laughs> yeah. It's funny. Cause like, you know, it's like a channel I really like, and I still do, but like we leading up to it, like, this is so important. It's more important than my health. But right now, now it's like, I'd probably just want to do that. So, so what happened like the full, day before? So full backstory, this like goes a month back. Probably I was eating, I have Crohn's right. For listeners that don't know, I was hospitalized when I was 19. I shit in a bag for five months. So I have, I have pretty bad Crohn's disease. It, it was sick shitting in a bag. It was fun, but yeah. I got fucking wrecked badly when I was young. And then like, I was relatively fine for a while until that was like three or four years ago where I started teaching on my break periods. Cause I was trying to be superhero teacher. Mm-hmm. I started eating pizza and Wendy's on my lunch. Cause I didn't have enough time to get like decent food. Mm-hmm. And I started microdosing acid every day. So <laughs> Just all around good decisions. Yeah, so fucking stupid. So stomach started getting worse. Like it would get hard and distended and it would like make like these gurgly. I have videos on my phone, dude, where my stomach like on the right side is like pointy. It's like sticking out. Yeah. And then one day I thought it'd be a good idea to eat a gas station dick pill. And (laughs) what? Why? I don't, you know. Just to see what, just to see what happens. Yeah, for fun. And uh, as you do. Yeah, yeah, yeah. As you know, all of the listeners, right. all all of the 40, we've all done it. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> um, start throwing up, fucking profusely, and not not after it took like three days. Like it was just hard in my stomach for three days, and then I and my stomach's really distended, and I just start fucking puking bile. It's burning my throat, my esophagus, my stomach. So that was two months before audio tree. I think I was hospitalized once or twice and put on like bowel rest where I didn't eat food. And then, um, I stopped eating solid food. I'm eating like jello and insures, but no, I guess that was after audio tree. Cause before I was still trying to eat and on the mm-hmm. way to your house, we bought, mind you, we didn't play any shows going to audio tree. Mm-hmm. I think we just went to yeah, you just, play audio tree. You just drove. Yeah. Yeah. And that's from New Jersey to Chicago. That was like, 17 hours or like 14 something yeah i think maybe 14 i don't know it was it's a lot of fucking driving and you know you're not stopping to get crohn's food like we literally we stopped at a sheets and i ate a burrito yeah i think i think i remember like going out to eat with you and you ordered a bowl of rice and like avocado and maybe some leaves yeah (laughs) what you got it was so fucked so then uh you know tremendous pain like they equate like bad crohn's to like giving labor you know that's what they say it's like i don't know really i'll never understand the pain a pregnant woman goes through but if they say if like if it's like a real thing yeah that people that doctors say or whatever like it you know because like it was stuck in my stomach and it was just my like my stomach would get hard and like go and like stick out and then it would go and like push fluid through this very narrow stricture okay because i made the mistake when i had surgery when i was 19 and they cut me I made the mistake of like instantly right after the, the surgery where they got rid of the shit bag, I just started smoking blunts like a lot. And it just like, I think it gave me scar tissue here. Sweet. 
Yeah, cool. and that's that's where Crohn's comes back to. Like wherever you cut it out, it comes back in that same spot. Okay. And like you know, uh, I'm, I'm I wasn't very smart about it. So we get to your house. I think I'm I'm sweating. I'm just start throwing up probably. Mm-hmm. I, ba- I barely slept. It's the night before playing audio tree, which again, like invalids practice like every day for leading up to it. And uh, we get there and we do a, a test playthrough and we play like four songs and I felt great. But then after that, I had no energy left and I start sweating and like fever sweating. Mm-hmm. And I go in the bathroom and I just like lay on the toilet for 15 minutes before like going in. You poor human being. <laughs> it was it was real broken body yeah i i thought i might have died if if my intestines tore because when i had my first crone surgery my intestines tore open i had a perforated bowel Mm -hmm. so like literally intestines ripped and blood and shit is leaking into my body and pus and bile Mm -hmm. so i thought that might happen again but it didn't play audio tree i'm pretty sure i haven't watched it but i'm pretty sure if i did i would i would sure i would look like i was dying (laughs) I mean, the whole time I was like, he's doing really good for for like being on the verge of death. So <laughs> thank you. Thank you. Yeah. yeah. But um, yeah, I just remember being up all night at your house, like listening to podcasts and sitting at your toilet and just, and you know, I would force myself to throw up. Mm-hmm. It was gross, but like, I was like ramming fingers down my throat and just like trying to get everything out because there was so much pressure and pain, like a sharp mm-hmm. pain that I just had to do something. I remember when uh, I first met Invalids, I think like the first time you guys came, you would just like disappear. Like just, we would be walking down the street and then you'd be gone. And I was like, where is Joey? And he's like, oh, it's like a thing that he does. Like he has Crohn's, he's in pain. (laughs) And you would just like sometimes just slink off back into the van and just like quietly die there for a few hours. (laughs) Yeah, yeah. So I can't imagine that fucking sucks. It's uh yeah, it's tricky. It's gotten better. I got a portable smoothie maker. Oh, <laughs> nice. Moving up in the world. Yeah. 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 Nice. Um, so I just make smoothies all the time now, but it, it's weird that like, um, so Andy and I are really good friends with Emmett, who is a drummer who also has Crohn's. No shit. Do you know Emmett? No. Who do they play for? Oh, what is his last name? Sigalia. Um, oh my God. His bands are like literally escaping me. He's going to kill me if he sees this. He plays in like three bands. I can, I literally cannot like blanking out right now. I can't think of a single one. I promise I listen to them, Emmett. Um, but yeah, no, I'll link you to all his projects, but, uh, he's a really fucking good drummer. I'm pretty sure he actually does like freelance full time really uh, as a drummer. Damn, that's yeah. awesome. I'm gonna I'm gonna link you two up. Yeah, I would love to have them on. We could have like a drummer Crohn's podcast. That'd be sick. Yeah, yeah, you totally should. I can't believe you you two don't know each other. No, it says he's from Berkeley too. Oh, semaphore he plays in. Oh, he plays in fluoride. Yes, yes. Thank oh, you. Oh shit. That. Damn, yeah, I've, he's fucking great. He was just in, he like I think he got out yesterday. He was just in the hospital for Crohn's. Oh god, damn. Yeah. yeah. So Definitely. uh Sucks. You two have so much in common. Yeah, I got to talk to. Yeah. It's like, uh, well, no, go ahead. go ahead. No, it's like just, it's not even now what foods I can't eat. Like that's, that was my mind frame when I was 19. It's like, now it's like, what can I eat? Cause that's mm-hmm. easier to keep track of. Cause it's like 10 things. What do you eat? Uh, chicken. 
turkey okay. out of okay. a can, cool. um, avocados, hummus, green juice, bananas, gluten-free pretzels, sometimes pasta, great gluten-free pasta. Okay. That's kind of it. Seafood. I'm and like, those oh. all, those all agree with your stomach. Yeah. I can't have any like uh cruciferous greens. Cause it'll just rip mm. through my, the, the part of my intestines they cut out. Cause I think they cut out like a foot and a half, but it was, it's like, uh, it's the part that breaks down greens. It's like your small mm. intestine, which is where you really break shit down and absorb stuff. So. Yeah. Like broccoli and cauliflower would be bad for you. Right. Like fuck, particularly fuck me up. They fuck like, me up really bad. Super gassy and shit. Yeah. 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 So cool. it's been better though. Well, I'm glad it's getting better for you. Yeah, I got uh, CBD suppositories, so I just you know. Does that does that work? CBD, yeah, it helps yeah. with like, inflammation. What what's helped more is like iron suppositories. Mm-hmm. This podcast, people listening are like, why is he telling everyone that he puts vitamins in his ass? But honestly, yeah, works. It, it works. It's it's helped a bit. Yeah, yeah. How? Listen, this concept is so new to me. You put a vitamin in your butt, in your butthole. In the hole. Yeah. Where, where else, <laughs> where else would it go? And it just sucks it up. It's shaped like a, like a rocket kind of. Yeah. And you put it in. And it, where does it go? Like up? Does it travel up? You absorb it through your, uh, like your colon. Does it like disintegrate? Yeah. It melts in your ass. Nice. <laughs> <laughs> cool. Uh, I, I just like never knew. I, I never knew, like, had this visual of how it actually worked. So I'm going to try it. Yeah. If you have a problem, I found a website where, like, they sell, like, all these different vitamins and supplements. Like, from- okay. How's yeah. your stomach been? Dude, like, kind of an embarrassing story and very funny. Uh, so stupid. Okay. So I had stomach issues for, I want to say, I mean, kind of like on and off my whole life, but they got really bad when I was like 24. Um, and it lasted for like five years. Actually, I'm sorry. I'm, I'm like overshooting this 23 and onward for like five years. I had really bad stomach issues. Um, and I was doing this thing, this thing was happening where like in the morning, not every morning, but like pretty fucking frequently, like every few times a week, I would get super nauseous in the morning and then I would puke bile. Uh, and like, there were times where I'm like taking the CTA to work and I was just like on the train. I was like, I'm literally going to puke right now. So I'd like run off the CTA and like find somewhere to puke. Okay. Um, but yeah, like I was just puking bile all the fucking time and having these like crazy cramps in my stomach. And like, my stomach was like all inflamed all the time and like super sensitive, right? Like there were foods that I couldn't eat and like shitting like crazy and like, um, this podcast just turned into just like talking about poop. <laughs> toilet uh, talk. Yeah. Toilet talk. Yeah. Like just like shitting like pus and blood. Oh God. Yeah. Yeah. And I, you know, like whatever, dude. So it came to me finally, <laughs> uh, it, it dawned on me when who was playing, there was a show at empty bliss that we had had and we had gone to a diner, like all the bands had gone to a diner. And right before we had gone to the diner, I had popped two pills. Um, I have been taking like medication for acne for like the better part of my life. Okay. And 
for whatever reason, right before I was like, instead of one pill, I'm going to take two pills because I like forgot to take one the day before or something. And when I got to the diner, um, I felt like hell. I felt like so fucking sick. I got super queasy, like puked a bunch in the bathroom. And then I was like, maybe there's a correlation here. Yeah. (laughs) I'm fucking allergic to doxycycline. And I've been taking it for five years. Oh my God. Yeah. And I've been allergic to it this entire time. <laughs> so yeah. pretty much I just did damage to my own stomach. Um, and I think that was like the root cause of like my stomach issues in that time frame. And I just like never put it together somehow. Yeah. Well, if you do it every day, it's just your routine. You don't think about it. Right. That's but I think that. Part. Yeah, that instance of like the diner and just like knowing what had happened right before I had gotten to the diner, I was just like, it's fucking like Damn, I'm glad you, yeah, I'm glad you figured it out. Yeah. Uh, so not in the Crohn's Club, luckily. Uh, I mean, throwing up blood, I mean, pus, pus yeah. and like nausea, and it was painful, right? Yeah, for sure. Yeah, yeah. It I sucks. remember you talked to me about it and like you seemed like you were hurt and bad. So yeah, it sucked. It sucked a lot. Um, I, I still have like a recurring issue where I, uh, poop blood a lot. Just so blood? I, just, I mean like a poop and like some blood will come out and I'm like putting off a colonoscopy, but like, I for sure like gotta get a colonoscopy. Yeah. Just get one. Just, just I mean, if, if you have like health insurance that will cover nah, it. Nah, I totally do. Yeah. yeah. So it's, uh, it's not too bad. You get knocked out. Have you, you've had one before. Had like eight. Nice. <laughs> does it does your butt hurt afterwards? Uh no. It's oh, like okay. a little, they put a, it's like a real tiny. Why like, am I thinking like <laughs> like a fucking periscope? <laughs> they shove <laughs> they, a tube this wide. They have like a wheel crank that they right, crank right. into their yeah. feet in it. That's no, not too bad. Yeah. Okay, um, cool. Yeah, it's uh the prep is almost worse, like the day before. And it's not even bad, you just take a lot of laxatives. Oh, okay. But that's like, you know, that's worse for sure. You drink a lot of Gatorade. It's like, don't the day before, just don't do anything for anyone listening. That's, you know, the the listeners of this podcast will all be hitting 30 soon if they're not already there. But, uh, yeah, yeah. Yeah. Um, you just get it and then you wake up and you're on anesthesia and you're like, nice. Yeah. All right. You've convinced me I'll do it. The best thing I I ever did before colonoscopy, I was like, I was getting put under and I was like, going and i was like wait to the doctor i was like wait wait and then i just said like who do i tip after this i just like fell asleep that's amazing i love that <laughs> yeah well, yep i'll get it yeah. going off yeah get one yeah i you probably have ulcers from the damage probably yeah but probably de- definitely we're getting checked out or like an anal fissure yeah yeah oh. which is like a tear yeah so this podcast we're, le- is- we're learning so much today <laughs> this is what like full fucking butt stuff the past yeah. 15 minutes <laughs> yeah imagine being a person with no issues at all with their body <laughs> i can't imagine what that's I like can't. yeah i can't uh you have back problems i i have back problems i've had them for a really long time uh yeah but just just imagine being a person that just wakes up every day and feels normal i don't think that person exists really I, I feel like everyone has something. I don't know. I feel like there are people out there that like feel fine. Fuck those people. <laughs> yeah, fuck those people. <laughs> <We don't, laughs> they're not invited to anything. 
<laughs> well, yeah. I mean, just it's just like the the food we eat, the air we yeah. breathe, the medicine we take. Literally, like there's just so many things that fucking poison us slowly. You know. Yeah, for sure. I mean, I know I'm like full conspiracy theorist, so like a lot of shit like that. But it's like, I mean, food. May, like I got Crohn's, and doctors was, were like, "Oh, it's not what you eat that makes you sick." And I was, you know, 17 at the time. I was like, okay, I'll keep eating buffalo wings then. What the fuck? And then I just got more sick for two years. Yeah. So it's like, they have no fucking idea, you know? Yeah. Some doctors are not great. Yeah. And then I, like, had a, I had a doctor, actually. I had a dermatologist that was like, um, you don't have to moisturize, like ever. I was like, what? Like ever, everyone in the world says to moisturize. <laughs> he was like, oh no, like if you sweat a lot, like you don't have to moisturize. I was like, I'm pretty sure that's not right. Yeah, the fuck? Yeah, I don't know. Yeah, it's funny. I, and you know, it's the whole like uh, treating symptoms and not causes. Yeah, you know? for sure. So it's tough. But anyway, pe- people want to hear us talking about the scene, you know? Right, right. <laughs> <laughs> Well, are you, um, are you doing empty bliss stuff now? Um, so we haven't like revved it up again and I, Andy and I have been talking about it recently and I think we're probably not going to be doing shows again until like October, November. Yeah. 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 There's, it's like slowly shows are slowly starting to come back in Chicago. Well, not really, honestly, like venues are still not doing shows, but outdoor fests are happening now. Um, Lollapalooza is happening um which you know the most important fest of yes. the year yes um so thank god that's still happening I a lot of people right? yeah it's a lot of people yeah. yeah um but yeah so um empty bliss has recovered from the flood we've Good. got like a bunch of new people like in space and getting ready for to have people and like have shows is going to take some time and like maneuvering there's so much gear once again in the basement like so much gear that I don't yeah. even know like, where to put. Um, so I think I'm, yeah, I think we're going to like build some stuff and prepare to have shows again. And I kind of feel like we should be doing like, you can only come if you're vaccinated. Like other than, otherwise it's like, I have to force you to wear a mask. I don't really want to, but like, I don't know how to, it's such a weird, uh, environment that we're navigating now. Yeah. Yeah, for sure. It's, uh, Someone will be bad no matter what, too. So right, someone is gonna be mad. Like I don't care. I don't want to deal with you. Like just fucking come if you're vaccinated. God. Yeah. Um, I, I think. Uh, I, I guess for anyone listening, Empty Bliss is like a DIY space that you and Andy run. Yes. But I would think you kind of cultivated a scene where it's like people get it and they're gonna show up if they're vaccinated, right? Yeah. Yeah, for sure. And so. like, I would say most of the shows that we run the bands that are involved are like so respectful and such nice people. And the people that are coming are the same, like very respectful and nice. Um, so yeah, we're definitely not trying to do, have an environment where people are going to be like pissy or mad or whatever. Um, yeah. So yeah, we're coming back soon sometime this year. What made you guys want to open it up? Uh, you know what? It was like totally whim like a whim so Andy was living with a roommate um in his apartment and I would come visit and below their apartment there was an empty space it was like a storefront and like one day I just like peered through the window 
And I was just like, eh, like, I don't know. Like, I'll just ask. I'll just like inquire about it. Then, you know, I'm not really looking to rent anything, but you know, I'm just going to take a look. I'm just curious. So I talked to his landlord and the landlord showed me the spot. And I was like, yeah, this is like really big. This is like a lot of space. And then I saw the basement (laughs) and the basement was just like, Hmm. Like it just like sparked so many ideas. And like, I had always wanted to be even more involved in music than I already was. Um, and there, there are like a handful of DIY venues in Chicago. And like, obviously that's like what I mostly play in or like DIY spots, but I really wanted it to be different than all those spots. Like I wanted it to be like, done well (laughs) you know like you don't show up and it's like you're playing on top of like a uh, a washing machine or something yeah um i just wanted there (laughs) right (laughs) um and like barely like 10 people can fit in there uh so yeah i just i saw the basement it sparked some ideas for me i was like what the hell sure why not and like i rent it out it's very cheap for what it is. And, you know, it's become kind of like this project that I have put so much work into. Um, and it's cool. I mean, like when people come, they're just like, this is not what I expected it to be. And I'm like, yes, that's exactly, that's exactly like what I wanted. Yeah. Um, it's a cool spot. It is a cool spot. Yeah. I really, really like it. Um, so yeah, I'm excited to do shows again. Um, yeah. <laughs> and bands are like renting out, like renting it out as rehearsal space. Right. Yeah. Yes. Um, so we got crowning in there right now. Um, it's actually mostly artists right now where like the much, like a year and a half ago was mostly bands, but right now it's mostly artists. Um, so we've got like a bunch of artists renting out the upstairs portion and then the downstairs portion is crowning. Um, and then like just a drummer, and just a like I don't even know what he does but he's like a music therapist wow and I and I I don't know what he does I think maybe he just goes down there to just like play his instruments okay and that's all we have going on downstairs yeah that's interesting yeah um and actually so uh Andy and I just moved out we lived above the space yeah uh we just moved out into a new apartment and our friends moved into our apartment oh nice which is which is perfect like yeah um yeah so yeah they have a shit ton of gear in the basement um so yeah i think it's cool you guys can have like that project together and just yeah. like you know you both care about it a lot and you just fuck, mm-hmm. it's like your baby kind of you know it totally is yeah and we've most of the shows that we've had have been like really great we've only had like maybe like two shows that were like straight up not fun <laughs> um and yeah it's it's like it, it's nice when you get to experience what you've like made and everybody else respects it and like enjoys it and is a part of it. Um, and yeah, I mean, we were fucking shocked when we did that, uh, GoFundMe and it just like fulfilled the goal within like eight hours or something. Hell yeah. Um, because you got flooded, right? Like you got flooded. Yeah. Yeah. That sucks. Um, yeah. I, I mean, I was, I was able to go to a show there and not play, which was sick. When I, I saw oh, yeah. fucking hikes there. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That was and excellent that, timing. Yeah, it worked out perfect because uh, yeah. in Angles had an off day and we were, I think we played like a butt show the day before. Yeah, we did. 
Um, but we had an off like day in Chicago. Chicago but, suburbs, though, right? Yeah, and it, it was just, I don't know what it was. I think like half the band supporting it played a banger like a few days before we found out. Mm -hmm. So it was just like, yeah. but it, it was at the wire and um, we played there before and it was sick. And the guy who runs it, Chris, is really cool. I think just, it just didn't work out. Mm -hmm. um, but yeah, so we just had an off day. I got a tattoo and then I went to- Oh, that's show. right. Yeah, you showed yeah, me. Yeah. yeah. Did, did you get a Garfield tattoo? I got a Garfield tattoo. Yeah, yeah. Fuck yeah. I've always wanted a Garfield tattoo. Hell yeah. Can, can I see it? Is it somewhere visible? No, I think I'd have to take my pants ah, off. All right. It's a Garfield skull and it says no more Mondays above and below. So good. Yeah. So good. I was happy with that. Nice. Yeah. It's probably last tattoo I'll get, I think. Now that I'm really? Old, now that I'm old. Yeah. I don't know. How many tattoos you got? Not that many. It's five. One, two, three, four, five, six. Okay. If we, if we count, uh, we, we're definitely gonna we're gonna count that okay yeah. <laughs> <laughs> hell yeah well i'm glad that the space you know it's still kicking keep it alive you know keep keep fucking rocking we will yeah we were worried there for a sec especially with like the pandemic and like switching out um a large portion of our income that was coming in for like rent uh but it's, it's kicking still going yeah yeah, as long as you can make it work. I feel like so many people in DIY, like I'll talk to and they'll, that's everyone's like dream is like have a space with yeah. a venue for music because they're, it's, they're always thinning out, especially now too. I think, I think a lot of venue or DIY spots, especially around the country and especially in Chicago, like only last for like two or three years or even less. And then they're, and they're gone. Yeah. Yeah. But uh, yeah, we're trying to do it for quite a while. Yeah, hell yeah. Yeah, New Brunswick, it's like houses. It's houses. So when people move out, it's over. Yeah, yeah, exactly. So, yeah. Well, sick. Um, we're going to wrap this podcast up. All right. It was awesome talking to you. Yeah. I wish uh, Pete didn't move to Australia. I would like to see Invalids again. I hope you guys tour sometimes. We're, we're going to. We got to finish the album. So it's I heard like, there's some tasty screams on this one there is yeah p went full scrams so oh, yeah it, it sounds good it's it's like uh like in unoya where there's like kind of like light screaming in the background okay it's, it's that vibe which i i like in invalids gives a little more teeth mm -hmm. which helps i think yeah so. i'm very excited yeah. to hear it yeah i hope i hope pete's listening i think he might be listening he told me he tunes into these so all right Pete. Hi, Pete. yeah show me the album <laughs> <laughs> All right. Thanks, Vanessa. Thank you for having me. Yeah. Later. Bye. Bye.